Hi everyone, welcome to, I guess, my very first episode of Promise I Won't Cry. Now, I'm saying it's my first episode because the last thing that I posted was kind of like an introduction, so it wasn't really a real episode, like I really didn't dive into anything, but this episode I'm going to be, obviously, and I'm very excited to actually record this um, not only because it is my first real episode, but because I think it's an important episode, probably one of the most important episodes I'm going to be um, recording throughout my podcast course. You know, as I'm recording this, I can't help to think that when I was planning everything about my podcast, I was not expecting this to be my first episode. I had a completely different idea and I had it recorded and everything and I'm not upset and I'm not disappointed that it's not going to be my first episode but it's just it weighs really heavy in my heart that this has to be I guess discussed still. I mean if you can't tell by the title of this episode, I'm going to be talking about the recent events that have happened in the past two weeks regarding systemic racism, Black Lives Matter, and George Floyd and Breonna Taylor, and just touching on all of that because I think it is so important, and I just wouldn't have felt comfortable not speaking on it because I feel so strongly about these issues and I just can't believe I really just don't understand why it is such an issue still in our society so well with that kind of you know being said um you know I want to ask how everyone's feeling even though these past two weeks have been really heavy. I hope that everyone is doing okay. I am doing pretty okay. I'm upset and angry at the world, but overall, I'm doing okay. People have it so, so much worse than me, and and sometimes I have to reflect back and think, like, some, some of the things that I complain about, I shouldn't even be complaining about, and sometimes I feel guilty for feeling sad or bad for myself or feeling guilty or pinning myself and of course you have to let yourself feel and not everything you have to compare yourself to other people but sometimes I just think it's so stupid like Angelie like let it go people have real fucking problems and it's just not worth it to be upset over little things and you have to look at the bigger picture of everything and really analyze everything and put it all into perspective and just be thankful. Be thankful for the things that you really have. Be thankful that that if some of you, not all of you, have the ability to go out and not fear for your life. I, I see this tweet all the time, but it's so true. It's such an underrated, I guess, blessing to be
be able to come home every day safely, a lot of people, a lot of people don't get that opportunity. It's so like we have to not take that out of, into like not take advantage of that. We're so lucky to be able to come home alive and safe every day. We have to think about that. It, it's really hard to wrap my head around it all. As you know, my second episode, well, I guess my first real episode, like I said, it was supposed to go up last Wednesday. Like I explained, I had everything kind of planned out, but this is more important. And I, it didn't sit well with me to post something during that week. Like I could have recorded this last week and posted it on Wednesday. However, it just didn't feel good. I, I did it, I felt, and maybe it wouldn't have come across this way, but I felt like if I did post this last week, I feel as if I would have been using this topic as a way to promote my podcast. And of course, that's not what I intend to do, but I just didn't want anything to be misconstrued or anything like that. And of course, I was taking um, the vow of, silence or not silence that's the wrong word of just being mute and trying my best to advocate on social media and and just be an ally for our our black um friends and and for the black community but I was really overwhelmed I'm not gonna lie I was really overwhelmed with the amount of social media and the amount of videos that I've seen of such brutality, such senseless brutality that it consumed me and it really, really made me sad. And I remember one Saturday I just was crying and I can't even imagine what everyone must be feeling. Of course, I have my feelings about it, but again, I don't have the short end of the stick. I don't have it as rough as other people do. And I kind of had an anxiety. I had so much anxiety looking at everything that was on social media. And again, I felt guilty that I felt this kind of anxiety. And I didn't want to be on social media. There was a couple of days where specifically I didn't want to go on Twitter because I think on Twitter is where I think you see the most or the most honest truth. You see all the videos, you see all the pictures, you see everything. It's not as... Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Oh, censored as Instagram. Twitter's a lot more free. So I felt very overwhelmed going on on Twitter. And I don't know if any of you guys can kind of relate to what I'm feeling. So I didn't go on Twitter and I tried to steer clear of Instagram for as much as I could, but I felt guilty. I felt like I should have been on there and I should have been reaching more things or tweeting more about it, advocating even more, posting on my story, posting resources, petitions to sign, and other resources for my followers to see or my friends and my family. But it I just I couldn't and I I feel like I need to do something. Like I have a I don't have a big platform, but I know people follow me and I know that people need to see this. But 
you know, you don't need to post so that other people can know that you are in support of something. I think that social media has made it such a big deal to post something. And if you're silent, then you're complying to whatever it is. But I don't think that's necessarily true. I think a lot of people post because it's a trend and because they think, oh, I have to, not because they may genuinely feel that way. And that's disappointing. But I feel like we shouldn't pressure ourselves, each other to post something just because like you have to. It's like, no, you don't have to. Like, of course, take your time away from social media as much as you need to. But take that time to also educate yourself. Like, you don't have to watch the really gruesome videos. Educate yourself and read articles and and listen to podcasts just so you can become aware. And that's what I think I, I felt guilty was that I wasn't being on social media because I wasn't aware and seeking all the information that I possibly could. And it's like, I'm, you don't have to be on social media to get all that information out. Like, there's so many other resources to do that. So, so yeah, that's kind of my two cents on that. And another reason why I didn't post last week was because I, I just, I didn't know what to say. I sometimes feel as though I'm not educated enough to discuss these matters because I'm not a black individual and I don't, I have not had the same experiences. However, like I said, I am an ally and I am an advocate and I can speak for those who aren't being listened to and I want to do that. I'm going to do that and I have been doing that and I don't want to stop that. And also, if I do feel like I'm not educated enough, then I need to educate myself. I need to actually put the time and the effort to do that. And I can't just sit and complain, just be like, oh, well, I don't know much about it, so I'm not going to say anything. Like, no, like, get your ass up and do something if you really feel strongly about it. Um, before I get into it all, I kind of want to talk about, you know, highs and lows, even though I've already gone into it. <laughs> I kind of want to introduce this segment into Promise I Won't Cry. Um, so every week, I want to discuss the highs and lows of, you know, my past week. So through this dark time in our country, I think I we should shed a little bit of light. I think a lot of people, like I said, get angry with others if they don't post what they want them to post. And I think sometimes it's good to shine light on the good things, on the positive things. So with that being said, I'm very excited to say that I have officially started working back at my internship. So I am currently a marketing and social media intern for the most incredible and crazy photographer, Kimberly Metz. She is so amazing. And every time that I'm there, I don't even feel like I'm working. I feel so happy and so in my element. And I think like time goes by so fast. And I'm like, I just wish I was here more often. I only go twice a week for like five or six hours but every time I go I just know that that is what I want to do and that's what I want to be doing and I'm just having so so much fun so it's kind of hard to celebrate it to celebrate it and and think like finally like I'm back like I'm doing something that I love while all of this is going on and while we well one of the days that I was there we were actually watching the news and we're watching George Floyd's um 
funeral, like they they broadcasted the funeral. So we watched it or we listened to it really and we just stayed up to date with everything. And I think that made me feel a lot more comfortable as well knowing that my work environment had the same, I guess, values and perspectives or viewpoints as me. So that was good. <laughs> um, and then the low for this week, as many of you can agree, is the senseless killing of George Floyd. I remember the first time I watched the video, I, I could not get through it. it. I couldn't. I don't even think I've seen the entire video in its entirety because I, it's just so rough. And I'm, I like to consider, my, consider myself a very empathetic person. So just putting myself in, in his shoes, I just cannot imagine the terror, the fear and anxiety and like helplessness, the desperation that he must have been feeling like knowing that, holy shit, like this is really happening. Like, it's crazy because for a lot of things, and I think you can apply this to so many different aspects, you don't think that it's ever going to happen to you. Whatever it is, you never think that's going to happen to you. And when it does, it just, you're in absolute disbelief. You Watching the video, I couldn't understand it. I, I like, just hearing him saying that I can't breathe absolutely broke my heart. I don't get how any human being can do that to another human being. Like, I just, I, I will never understand it. I will never understand racism. Like, that's the sickest, like, one of the sickest things ever. It's so disappointing. You would think that, that someone who is supposed to, quote-unquote, save and protect, uh, serve and protect, excuse me, our community like would do such a thing like one thing is actually committing the act the other is thinking that you can get away with it and they really thought that they were going to get away with it they were going to get away with murder they thought they were going to get away with murder they thought they were going to get away with killing somebody killing somebody like what like who in their right mind thinks that way but unfortunately, in our society, so many other cops have gotten away with it too. Like, so why wouldn't they think that they could that they could get away with it? You know, it's kind of, it's like there's so many cases of people senselessly murdered for no reason, no reason, and those who have committed the crime get to walk free today, and everyone else is like in heaven and their families are broken and devastated sons daughters mothers fathers sisters brothers like mothers and fathers I don't know if I've said that but like they have been killed killed for no reason these past couple of weeks, I've tried to take the time to do what I can to bring awareness and educate myself and educate others. And sometimes, I, like I said, it's it's overwhelming. And you sometimes people, you know, you think to yourself, like, you won't make a change. Like, I'm one person. What am I going to do? 
my one name is not going to make a difference on the petition. My one email, my one letter is not going to make a difference. Me walking, just little old me walking amongst 10,000 people is not going to do a difference. Well, let me tell you something. It makes a whole lot. It does so, so, so much. It does a lot. Every single one of you can create change. And it is so, so important. It's so important. I can't like say it enough. To use your voice. Use your voice and stand up for the things that you believe in. Stand up against the things that you don't, that you know are so ethically wrong. Stand up for it and use your voice. If you think that signing petitions and marching and speaking up has no effect, I'm going to read a list of things that have happened because of all the advocacy in these past two weeks. So, all four officers involved with the killing of George Floyd were arrested. Not just David um, Chauvin. That's a, I, I don't care how to pronounce his name. Um, so not just him. They were all arrested. David Chauvin was charged. His charge was upgraded to sec, second-degree murder. Breonna Taylor's case has been reopened, which I want to get back to her because her story just hits me so hard it, it it kind of hurts me a little bit more than George Floyd but Breonna Taylor I I just my heart goes out to her family it really really does um continuing on so the president he now resides at 1600 Black Lives Matter Plaza if you didn't know the street right in front of the White House, I believe, <laughs> or down, I think, Lincoln Memorial, something like that, in Washington, D.C., is now called Black Lives Matter Plaza. So I'm really excited about that one. When I found out, I couldn't believe it. I was like, are you serious? Like, this is a sick joke. But no, like, it's actually Black Lives Matter Plaza. Like, that's so amazing. <laughs> like, that's really, really good. I'm so happy about that. Then the Marine Corps. Um, has banned all public displays of the Confederate flag on installations worldwide. That's a big, big deal, you guys. And Minneapolis City Council have announced their intent to disband the police department and invest into community-led public safety. So all those things have happened in just two weeks. We have changed so much in just two weeks. So yes, every little thing that you do actually changes something and actually has some kind of effect. So don't think that you don't. Just because you're one person doesn't mean that you can't affect a lot of people. Like, come on. Like I said, it is working and we've got this. We Just because on social media, we're going back to, I guess, normal content, if you want to call it that, we need to continue advocating and being an ally and speaking up against any kind of racism that we see. Any, And it's not just racism, to any kind of social issue that we have, speak up for it, please. Keep signing those petitions it really only takes two seconds to put and add your name onto a list. And it's crazy because on change.org, I believe, it's so it's literally so simple. Like I don't I cannot tell you guys enough how simple it is. All you have to do is put your name, first and last, I think the city you live in and an email. And then once you do that, um, change.org will just show you different 
petitions that are kind of similar and all you have to do is press yes or no if you want to add your name onto the position petition excuse me like it it doesn't even take five minutes seriously it takes two minutes and you can sign 10 petitions in two minutes it's, it's crazy and it's not just posting pictures on your instagram story saying oh like sign this petition like no fucking post like fucking sign it like don't just post on your instagram story and retweet things that you see on your timeline it goes so much more beyond that like actually do something don't put up a front because you think that oh like well if everyone else is doing it like i'm gonna do it too like oh like i don't want people talking shit to me so i'm just gonna post just to shut them up like no like come on it just it just bothers me like i'm so passionate about this like it fucking bothers me so much when people are just doing things for a trend like no be your own fucking person please <laughs> i need to calm down a little bit but no i actually no i'm not sorry about i shouldn't calm down i think women especially are always told that we need to calm down when we're passionate about something and no i'm not gonna calm the fuck down okay so back to what i was saying Please, please, please advocate. If you can, donate every dollar counts and speak up for those who can't and listen to those people. Listen to them truly. Don't just like march just to march. Like, no, listen to what they're saying. Listen to what you're advocating and listen to their stories because it's important for them to be heard. Everybody deserves to be heard. Seeing all those pictures and videos of the protests, it makes me so happy. Like, seeing the pictures of everyone in LA, in Santa Monica, like, all, dude, all 50 states were marching, and even other countries. I don't even know how many other countries, but I think it was more than 10, I'm sure. But the whole world is marching for us, and seeing all of that just, it it really warms my heart. It makes me kind of think more positively about our future, knowing that we are moving into the right direction and we're doing something about it. As a community, we have come together so beautifully to fight against racism and we march so peacefully. Like, it's so beautiful. It really, it's it's so beautiful seeing how everybody just comes together and unites and it's just the most incredible thing. Like, seeing, if you've seen the picture of everyone on the Golden Gate bridge in san francisco like that's crazy that's so many like that's crazy (laughs) like the whole bridge well half of the bridge was full i'm sure if the cars weren't there it would be completely full and of course like i said when i get overwhelmed it's seeing the videos of how protests can become so violent when an irrational officer or or people who are just there again just to be there and take advantage of the opportunity like have to just fuck everything up like like everybody's there together and peacefully and marching for good change they aren't there to 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 be violent like we're not fighting violence against violence like that's not gonna gonna work we're trying to be peaceful and fight peacefully against violence and the looters like seriously like these protests are we're not supposed to be looting events for you to be 
robbing different stores like for no goddamn reason no reason whatsoever if you're someone that went to the protest just to take advantage of the opportunity that officers are too distracted with the protesters and not focusing on other things and you're going and robbing stores like really really and not only that but you're robbing and damaging like minority owned businesses like you're doing it to your own people like i i I just like i don't understand (laughs) i always say this i just but i don't i don't understand it like just please don't be that person please please don't and if you are protesting and you're still attending the protests please be safe i love you guys so much and i just want everyone to be safe so you know, remember that we're still in the middle of a pandemic. So wear your masks, wear your goggles if you have some, if you have long hair, tie it up, tie it up in a bun, bring water, bring snacks, stay fully, fully aware, bring cash and an ID, okay? And please stay with others, like stay with your friends, stay with a group of people that, you know, will take care of you. And like I said, stay aware of your surroundings, because you just never know and take care of one another don't just like look out for yourself but look out for everybody um we're i hate saying this because it reminds me of like um high school musical but we really are all in this together so like i said be there for one another listen to one another take care of one another so before i i wanted to talk about brianna taylor i mentioned her name earlier and if you don't know who brianna taylor is you should and if you don't know who she is i don't know are you living under a rock because brianna taylor is is everywhere right now and i don't think she should be forgotten because around the same time well not around the same time this was back in march but she kind of got lost in the midst of of all of this so I'm going to tell you the story of Breonna Taylor, and her story just, I don't know, it's really struck a chord with me, and it really has me so upset because Breonna Taylor should have been here. She should be here today. She should be here alive and happy and marching with us. She was such a beautiful 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 young woman and her life was sadly taken away by police officers on march 13th of this year officers forced entry into her apartment while she was asleep um apparently they had um, a search warrant to search her home and they had already had the people that they were looking for like, they thought that Breonna Taylor was, I guess, another girl. But the person that they were looking for was already in custody. So there was no point for them to barge into her house. No point. Like, uh, I don't know what the fuck happened to communication there. Or what was the point? Like, who told them? Who gave them the green light to say, yeah, okay, you can go and barge into her house? She was asleep. It was a little bit past midnight and she was asleep and they barged into her home and she thought that they were intruders. Like, can you imagine 
the amount of fear, like being in your bed in the middle of the night and then hearing just like your door break down. Like, like uh. so as I said, they, um, they forced entry into her home. Um, and she's from Louisville, Kentucky. I don't know if I mentioned that, but yeah, they barged into her home and they fired over 20 times and they shot her eight, eight times. She was shot eight times for something that she did not commit, for something that the actual person who was responsible for it was already in custody. Like, and she, like, what was she even do? Like, they had no reason to shoot her. Even if she was the person that committed the crime, why are you going to shoot her? Like, <laughs> like I said, like, I, it's just like the same thing. I just don't, I don't get it. It was so unjust and so unethical. And uh, it really, it's so, it weighs so heavy on my heart. On June 5th, so just a few days ago, it was her birthday. And she would have been 27 years old. Brianna was an essential worker. She was a full-time EMT at two hospitals in Louisville. And she still should have been there. She still should have been here working as an essential worker, as an EMT, celebrating her 27th birthday. My heart really, truly goes out to her family. I... I can't imagine the type of distress that they must be in. And I'm so happy that her case is being open. And they're actually, the officers are actually being investigated. I'm not sure. I haven't seen anything that her officers have. The officers that come into the crime and that killed her have been arrested. I'm not sure if they have. Awesome. I just need to look into it a little bit more. But like everyone is saying, say her name. Brianna Taylor. Say her name. Let's not forget about Brianna Taylor. Yes, we acknowledge George Floyd. But please, let's acknowledge Brianna Taylor as well. And I know that she's getting a, a lot more attention. And I'm happy for that. I, I'm so, so, so glad. It, these past two weeks has been a lot of reflection a lot of disappointment and a lot of confusion and I think just being in a pandemic adds on to that even more so I know that it's not the happiest episode it's not what everybody wants to listen to but I think it's important that we need to talk about these things and you bet your ass that for anything, I'm going to be advocating for it. And I'm going to be talking about the most uncomfortable things that obviously I feel comfortable speaking about, but other people may not feel comfortable speaking about it. But I'm going to make people listen and I'm going to do what I can. If my platform grows, then great. Because I'm going to use that platform and actually do something and you know, promote and be an advocate and be an ally to everyone that I possibly can. 
because I just think that that's my purpose and I and that's what makes me happy so you know if you have opposing opinions than I do I I don't know what to say I mean I guess if you're listening you wouldn't really be listening to this but if you are thanks for listening for all of you that have been going to the protests and have been signing those petitions and donating and writing those emails and those letters to your government officials and 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 marching and everything thank you thank you so so much we have been doing such a great job and don't ever stop like don't just because you don't see a lot of people posting on social media doesn't mean that you just shouldn't post anymore like no keep fighting and keep trying to educate others even if they don't want to listen try your best to be as non-confrontational and and non-judgmental as possible so yeah that that's kind of it <laughs> it's kind of not a rant but i just wanted to just pay my respects i guess i love you guys so much thank you so much for listening and being so supportive again i i still get so overwhelmed with the amount of love and support that i receive from everyone and i really truly appreciate it so like i said please take care of one another be there for one another and listen to one another i love you all and i will see not see you guys but talk to you guys in my next episode this was promise i won't cry